It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I'm a 
Waves and pound, lays it down. With no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. It is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Friday episode. Hey, guess what? I just clinked a Red Bull sugar fr- a sugar-free Red Bull. Haha, <laughs> let's get this heart pounding. Let's do this, folks. It's Friday. We made it. We made it through the full week. What the F? We did it. We are champions once again. You have two days of rest and relaxation ahead of you. Uh, what you choose to do with that, that is a huge responsibility. You could even just blow it. You can just you can just sleep the whole weekend away. And if you do work during the weekend, I am so sorry. I am sending you so much healing energy. <laughs> I'm going to drink this sugar-free Red Bull for you. And I, I, I think it's growth when I have not poured any vodka with this sugar-free Red Bull. It is just a sugar-free Red Bull. I am, your boy's tired, man. I've been, uh, been busting butt. I just did an hour and a half Patreon episode, uh, with Medita Lopez. Uh, I did the gallery girls earlier this week. So there's tons of crap over there. Now we got to talk you guys. Cause last night I said, I'm going to do the, a mega episode because of I want to do the Kardashian all the Kardashian shit and break down the Ellen interview and the trailer and I want to do OC now the thing is I've got to be honest with you I can't do the Kardashian stuff today not because I'm sick of them which I am and I think we all should be I think we should all band together as a, a bunch of misfits celebrating how much we dislike this family lately um but I hear something is about to drop Friday afternoon, so I am going to be waiting for that news to drop, and then I will be releasing the Kardashian portion of this episode. And that way, because here's the deal, if something drops, like I I hear something might drop, it might not, but if it does, I don't want to have to work this weekend. Like, I'll be working this weekend, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to record on Saturday. Um, so I'm going to wait for this news to drop and then I will be ready for another episode out 
tomorrow. So in essence, I will be doing five episodes this week. What the fuck is wrong with you, Ryan? Uh, how are you guys doing? I hope you're doing good. Um, I, I've, I've uh, worked out four days this week, and I got to tell you, it's not for me. It's it's like wearing pants. Like I did it at one point. And I don't know if I can ever go back to that lifestyle. I, I was hi- hiked three times this week, and it, it never changes. I've hiked for like 20 years now. And going up the hill, it just never gets easier. It never gets easier. The only thing I, I, when I was trying to be deep with myself, I always say, you know what? The hill's always going to be hard. But your reaction time recovering from the hill is going to quicken. So, you know, in essence, you know, when you get in shape, you know, you, you your breath, you recover your breath quicker. And that's the point of uh, anything. If you want to make a deeper uh, cut about life you can is that the harder you work you know it's always going to be hard but the recovery will be easier Whew, i'm already just pumping out bullshit right and left uh you guys real housewives of orange county what a mess i was trying to think about this in terms that we can all understand so you know how real housewives of beverly hills last season had a through line it had one plot line you know there's a bunch of different plot lines but the main plot line is was Erica Jane a criminal? Did she know? Now, of course, your boy Ryan thinks she did know, and I do think she has some criminal liability there. That is just a personal opinion. Everybody is free to have their own, even though we all agree, in the end, mine is the correct opinion. But that show kind of masterfully balanced all of these plots plus that main through line. And that's like, really exciting you don't you only get that one in a million and i'll be curious to see if this season of beverly hills coming out in may can replicate it or if it'll be like one and done where that was a really exciting season we'll never see the likes of it again i do realize i'm talking about this way too seriously now if you move on to real housewives of salt lake city they had the same kind of thing or going into it they had the same kind of we had the same kind of hope of like holy shit Wait till we get to Salt Lake. This is going to be like Beverly Hills on Housewives. And they fumbled the bag completely. They did not make it work. They did not. They did not score a touchdown. The season, I believe, was such a mess. Such a weird failure. It's like, it's weird. It was just such a weird season. Now, you go over to Real Housewives of Orange County this season. And I enjoy watching it every week. I do. I really enjoy, but I enjoy it. In like the way that I hear warm milk soothes babies, you know, where I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. You know, um, Shannon and Gina, they find each other annoying. It seems like that's going to be the big through line of the season is Shannon and Gina. We still we finally at the end of this week's episode confront uh, they confront each other finally. It feels like it's happened from the beginning of the season. Now we're getting around to like them actually saying it to each other's face and not Emily saying it in scenes with Shannon and Emily seeing it, saying it in scenes with Gina. So we finally get that at the very end. But it's not, you know, there's no, it's not like Beverly Hills. It's not, it's what it is. Like, I like it. I like it. I enjoy it. I mean, even Jersey is way better than OC this season, but... 
I, I still like it. I look forward to it every week. And it's okay. It's okay. Not every show should be gangbusters. There's some shows that we can just relax with, that we can be on our phones. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Housewives, sometimes you just want a good show where you can be texting with your friends or scrolling through Instagram or any of the other things that sometimes you'll look up and you'll be like, what the fuck just happened? Did something crazy? I'm John Jansen. Did Shannon's boyfriend just get angry? And then you'll rewind it and you'll be like, oh my God, I was totally lost on my phone. That is this season of Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, everybody thinks this is going to mean the uh, the return of Tamara, Tamara Judge Barney. Tamara's coming back, you know, and Tamara is not missing a, like, if you go to Tamara's Twitter feed or, I mean, she's I'm basically begging. She's already acting like she's in the show. She's responding to anybody that brings up her name on Watch What Happens Live. I mean, this girl is, this girl, it's like she's, she wants to graduate a grad school program. She is, she's in it to win it. And when somebody wants something this bad, as long as it's not Teddy, I'm okay. Like, listen, if I I told you guys last week, if you want to go down the, the road with, what do we get if Tamara's back? Do that. You're not, I'm telling you, you're not going to get that much. But it's fine. She can come back. Cool. Like maybe, I never want a show to be too dependent on a star, but you know, as long as we can not talk about Tamara's podcast with Teddy, I, I'll, I'll be fine. But it's always funny when, like, I don't think this show does not work. I just think it's like a mellow season. I think it's weird. And and Noelle is a first season one that nobody really wants to film with anymore. So you get all these kind of random scenes with her and her mom. And she's like, Mom, you're a boss bitch. You're a boss bitch, Mom. And it's always like, breathy. I've got to get... I see sweet James everywhere. I just want to get my divorce mediated. Ah. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It is so, so dumb. Anyways, um, I want to make an argument that it's okay to not have gangbuster seasons. I would rather have this season of Real Housewives of Orange County than the, the season that we just had with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And think about that. You're like, Ryan, no, they had that one episode with Homeland Security. So what? They didn't, uh, that, 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 it's like the Bobo episode from Atlanta. That was an amazing episode, but it was in a subpar season. So you had this amazing episode in Salt Lake, but it never lived up to that. And that was early on in the season. Every time you thought they were going to go left with something, they went right. And it wasn't a good choice, you know? It was, so I think a show that is slow and steady wins the race, folks. Slow and steady wins the race. I I don't know. I will defend Real Houses of Orange County till the kingdoms come. Um, But let's get into this a little bit. Let's let's do this. Um, This episode is called... It's season 16. God, 16. Has anybody done 16 of anything? Season 16, episode 13. And the title is called Mind Blown. And you kind of get the sense that at this point, the producers have even given up on the show. They're not even doing funny, kind of funny titles. Like, Mind Blown, if I first look at it, I'm like, oh, something must be mind-blowing in this episode. What it does turn out to be is Dr. Jen has a new product she's going to shill to her patients in the, the the beauty and health industry, whatever we call what she does, good old cement leg. And uh, they put this thing, and it reads your, like, brain waves. I mean, I, I'm down for it, but that's what this is. But it just is like, really, you guys? This is what you... Mind Blown? Come on. Like... 
Like, what about, like, a, something fun, like a cement truck part? Like, cement leg, good old cement leg has a party. Like, what if we were just real literal about it? Like, good old, like, uh, Mr. Puppers and Rhine have a party with cement leg. I'm thinking too literal right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, let's have it fun. Mind blown. That's only two words. Come on. Like, what are the things that didn't make it? This title already shows you that you're like, oh, God. Like, the title makes me want to go to sleep. And so we start off, as always, with Emily's voiceover of, like, previously on Real Housewives of Orange County. Shane passed the California bar exam. We see Emily saying that in a past scene. And uh, Emily asking Shane, are you excited? And Shane goes, yeah, super excited. And then we get the scene at Heather Debro and Terry Debro's dinner party a couple uh, episodes ago where Dr. Jen got hammered on good wine. She's like, Ryan, can you kiss me? And he kisses her and she's like, no, on the lips, like we're married. <laughs> and then we see Terry uh, with his rich friends goes, they're a mess. And all the rich people laugh and Heather goes, that's not nice, Terry. And then Dr. Jen, we see with uh, her marriage therapist, and the marriage therapist is trying to uh, clue Dr. Jen in to that she's crazy. And doctor's like, um, you know, Dr. Jen, don't you think that your family's picking up on your weird energy? <laughs> and then Gina, we get a scene of, it's just a dress. Because Heather Debro is trying to get her to throw away her prom dress and her wedding dress. And we get Gina going, it's just a dress. And Gina talking to her wedding dress going, you're going to make some other bride very happy, aren't you? And um, sadly, no, I don't think this will make any other bride happy. And, and I'm so glad I made Gina happy for a day. Uh, we have a quick scene of private jet with Gina and Heather. Remember that uh, Gina got invited to go to the, uh, the campus with Heather and her kids. And then they stopped in the city and had a good old city slice of pizza. Um, we see... Emily talking to Shannon and going, Gina says I'm jealous. Gina's ego needs to put a little p -p -p pin in it. She says that to Emily, Shannon, uh, you know, her BPM rising. Uh, and then, of course, we get the final scene in this preview of Emily telling Heather and Gina what Shannon said. Emily really is this go between. And I don't know if she's encouraged by the producers, because when you think about it, if we could cut out the middleman here, which is just Emily, it would take away a lot of footage that they desperately need. Because I'm like, let's get these people on the phone. Like, in reality, if your friend called you in New York and FaceTime and like, yo, our friend Shannon Storms Bedore talked mad shit on you tonight. And you'd be like, really? Well, let's get her on the fucking phone right now. I have a couple drinks in me. But no, we're like, let's wait until this mind party over at Dr. Jen and Ryan's. Guys, still to this day, I keep getting asked day in, day out about Rhine and changing of the name to Rhine. I believe the spelling is R-Y-N-E, even though there is some debate on that. I'll never be able to explain that to you guys. I don't even understand it myself. It's, it's, it's Twilight Zone-ish. It's an unsolved mystery, if you will. Um, but I will say, every time I say my name now, I think of Rhine. Like, he's ruined my own name. What kind of man does that to another man? Uh, the, we get the opening credits like, do, 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 and Shannon's like, this storm has found her sunshine and the future is looking bright. And then it's like, of course, the photo with, I'm John Jensen. I'm John Jensen. 
And then we go, Noella's is the only one I keep loving to like make fun of because it's like so breathy and it looks, it sounds like she recorded it in three separate sittings. Oh, even though it's one line, it's like, in the OC. And then there's a cut. It's easier to fit in. Cut. But much more fun to stand out. It seems like she did it at three separate sittings. It doesn't read um, as one sentence to me. It re- like you know, and the only way I, you know I'm an actor, so I judge these things a little differently than you. Uh, I'm a professional, you guys, so I know how voiceover works. It sounds like she recorded this in three separate sittings. Um, so we open up on a ocean. It, it's an ocean in the OC, and we see a surfer, we see a wave, we see Qual Community Park, we see a little sign, and then we see Nancy walking with Noella, Nancy being Noella's mom, and uh, Noella's like, I was invited to Dr. Jen's house, Dr. Jen's house, they're going to do brain mapping, and uh, Noella goes, hi, I make the money, I make the money, hi, my husband is broke, who says that? So Noella's already bagging on Dr. Jen to her mom on a walk, on a fucking walk with cameras. Like, Noella, how dare you? You have two normal legs. Dr. Jen has one cement leg and she is working her ass off. And I love it. She's like, who said, what kind of person says that? Well, I don't know, Noella. What kind of person shows just random strangers a stack of vagina pancakes like you've done a couple episodes ago? And by the way, I talked to Jeff Epstein, the podcaster. He's seen that photo. You show that photo to everybody. Like, what kind of person does that? Sorry, we cut over to Dr. Jen. Uh, Dr. Jen is with Zachary, her friend. They are plotting the uh, brain mapping um, in her house. They're like, so they're like, trying to see where everything's going to go. And, uh, you know, Zachary's like, we cannot have one stain on this couch. And Dr. Jen's like, yeah, no, no, no stain. Let's just set this party up. And then we cut to Shannon. And um, (laughs) Shannon is shooting her um her commercial the commercial i talked about last week where it'll like be weird i'll be watching like news and all of a sudden shannon bedorpa and i think i'm in trouble i'm like oh my god shannon's found me and it's just shannon doing like a postage stamp commercial so we get to see behind the scenes footage of shannon shannon filming this opus and she's like huh am i looking in the right place can't i can't even i can't even read i can't even <laughs> cut cut she keeps like cutting herself she's like oh my god i can't even remember oh my god i need a drink oh like cut and she's just giggle gertie uh then we cut to some boats and yachts and then we cut to heather debro's um airplane hangar where she lives and we see security in her house so much marble in that house terry goes look at the balloons look at all the balloons there's all these balloons set up and heather's going terry they're obviously throwing a party um and uh, Heather is showing Terry around. She's like, Terry, look, I've <laughs> Terry, look, I have a teriyaki station. <laughs> Who the f- Like then I've been thinking all day, like, what's a teriyaki station? Like, is it just like chicken? And then you can add your own teriyaki. Like, like who's in charge of the teriyaki? Like, I, like a teriyaki station. Like what? Like teriyaki is usually pretty basic to me. Like teriyaki chicken is a, what us normies eat with teriyaki. But what is a station? Like 
I wanted to go. I wanted like its own mini series about the the tale of the teriyaki station. Like this sounds amazing. We see sushi. We see chefs. More security. And Terry goes, "We survived the show, hun." And uh, Heather goes, "We sure did." You know what's missing? And then they look at each other and they're like, "A cocktail." <laughs> and Heather in a talking head lets us know some couples play golf together. We like to work. It's our hobby. And we cut to when they had their first book party back in the day before they had the, the mansion mansion. I have a Terry DeBro book. I have a Terry and Heather DeBro book. I got it this past Christmas and um, I'll let you know where I got it. I got it at um, the dollar store. I was at the Dollar Tree with my mom. No joke, because my mom always tells me, don't buy real cards. It's a waste of money. Go to the dollar store. They have cards there. My mom doesn't actually use this voice, but it's that same kind of intensity of like, I mean, and that is why my parents were able to retire. Like my parents are strictly middle class, but my parents are retired. They're like 73, 74. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, dude, you guys sell drugs or whatever. But that's, that's where it is. Becky Bailey doesn't buy premium cards. And in fact, if you buy her a premium card, she's like, oh, what a waste. Like, she'll tell you, like, oh, that's such a waste. Um, thank you for the thought. But she'll be like, go buy your cards there. And the cards at the Dollar Tree, they're not great, you guys. It's not, it's not like it's the same. It's it's like, you know, immediately you got a Dollar Tree card. And my dad always gets suckered in, like on anniversaries and stuff. You'll always see, like, he's never learned. He's always like $8.99, $8.99 cards, you know, the fancy ones. And I think that's maybe because he doesn't even have anything to say anymore in terms of like, you know, romance. So he's like, let's, uh, let's old hard Hallmark do the heavy lifting for me. And then my mom, my mom will just do like, why are we even doing cards anymore? Like, this is sad. Like there's a dollar store card. It's like flimsy. You can tear it if you just, you know, blow on it. Um, but anyways, we were there and I perused the book, little book section that they have. You always got to do it. It's very exciting. I found uh, an Andy Cohen book there once. And I was like, I was like, shit, look at me making out like a bandit here. But I saw the Terry DeBro, uh, Heather DeBro book, some some bullshit diet book. And I was like, it's like back, I was like back and forth. I was like, is a dollar too much for this? Like, am I wasting my money? And then I was like, you know what? This is kind of what I do. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and pony up the buck. And then I asked my mom to borrow a dollar and I got the book. I have not touched it, but like these guys, these guys really genuinely love to do projects like it's like projects that you and i i knock on wood because who knows maybe one's gonna blow up but is there been a heather and terry debro project together that has like changed the world like is there some kind of thing like have they been super successful on something i know terry has botched but it seems like they have like a string of books that i've never heard of a string of shows a string of i'm like are any of these money makers like what it, it, do you know what I'm saying? Do you ever get that feeling? Like, I'm not saying they're scam artists because they're not. They're actually doing the work. But my thing is, who's consuming this work? Like, it, it's truly weird. Like, and, and it was part of the reason that Heather and Terry came back to OC was so that they, they could promote their show, The Seven Year Itch. The se it's, No, it's called The Seven Year Stitch, you guys. Um, so they're producing TV shows now. The new one's called Seven Year Stitch. Heather goes, we do makeovers on couples that have hit the seven-year mark, and we stitch them back together. 
And um, there was a flashback to their original book, their first book, when they had a rap party for the show, and it was mellow. But she's like, uh, we want to do a rap party here. We want to do a rap party for the seven-year stitch. So a rap party, I've been uh, honored to go to a couple of, like, projects I've worked on or, like, shows where I've been a small part, and they invite you, and it's, like, free food, free drink, the crew gets to come, like, all the hardworking crew, everybody gets to come. Not at the seven-year stitch rap party. It doesn't look like anybody involved with the actual show is at this rap party. Like, because you can always, like, the crew are just more down-to-earth people. They're like me and you, you know? At at the seven-year stitch rap party, we have the old same fucking rich couples that were at that Ryan and Dr. Jen dinner a couple weeks ago. They're all popping up. And then... Yeah, you know, Mike and Nancy, we got Gina and Travis. And I'm like, did Gina work on Seven Year Stitch? What the fuck? We have Mark and Tawny. And then this is where it took me out. We had um, Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes. They are a, they're married. Now, you guys, a lot of you guys, a lot of you younger guys might be like, who the fuck is Richard Marks? And Ryan, why does Ryan sound like he has an erection right now? Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, you guys, Richard Marks is a pop rock singer from the late 80s, early 90s. And when I was a kid, when I was a boy, like on it, like he was my favorite. And I shit you not. <laughs> Sandra, if you're listening, we need to reach out to Richard Marks at some point and just say, I was part of the Richard Marks fan club. I'm not making this up. I love Richard Marks. I have two Richard Marks shirts. I saw I saw Richard Marks twice in the last like seven years. And I, I it's just one of those things like. But he's like, but it's good, like Endless Summer Nights, right here waiting, you know, like there's, he has so many bops. And for you younger kids, he's wrote, written a couple in sync songs. And he wrote, uh, he run, won a Grammy with Luther Vandross for Dance With My Father. I, he's very, he's, he's very esteemed. What bummed me out was realizing my idol, Richard Marks, is friends with Terry and Heather. Uh it, it it really took me out. Like I was not prepared for this. And Gina, Gina to Travis goes, I liked it. Every party has a different vibe. I know that sounds nothing like her. You guys, that's my whole bit. Um, we're going downstairs. Gina says, so, uh, the house is so massive. Gina says in Long Island, you either had your old gym in the basement or you had a tenant. Um, Travis awkwardly hands over a bottle of Vouv Clicquot to Heather Debro, And, you know, you almost expect Heather to be like, throw it in the Vouv room. You know, like, they, they can shit. They have, like, they, they are literally, there are a Vouv Clicquot bottling plant in Terry Debro's house at this point. And um, Gina and Heather are talking, and they're like, is, is Ryan coming? And Dr. Jen? And Heather goes, yes. Hopefully he'll put his shirt on. <laughs> uh, she tells Gina that it was very tough having them over a couple of weeks ago. And we get a super cut of Dr. Jen going, really good wine. This is really good wine. This is really good wine. This is really good wine. When she got hammered on the nice wine. 
And Heather goes, I haven't seen her since. And Gina tells Heather about, um, well, Emily told me they're getting an Airbnb and they're going to separate and they're going to work on themselves. And Heather is like, what? Because remember, Heather is the relationship mentor. I mean, her whole show is the seven-year stitch. If she can't fucking stitch Ryan and Dr. Jen together, why is she even on TV? Heather says, well, are they separating to work on themselves temporarily? Or are they not going to be working on themselves? If you are not working on your if you are not working on yourself, you're just separating. Dr. Jen and Ryan get there. And uh, Dr. Jen says, wow, it is so cool down here. And uh, she talks to Gina. She's like, Gina, are you coming to my brain mapping event? Um, And she's like, yeah, I'm not. Travis is going to watch the kids, but I'm going to have my ex and his girlfriend there, Britt, because our daughter, Sienna, she has sensory and processing issues, which we had found in an earlier season of the show. And she thought brain mapping would be an interesting idea to do for their daughter. And uh, we cut to a scene two weeks earlier where Gina is telling this to Dr. Jen of like, it's affecting her emotionally now. So Dr. Jen goes, let's scan, let's scan that brain. Let's scan it, you know? And uh, she's like, well, I need to bring my husband, Matt, so we can make a decision about the brain mapping. Um, We cut back to Heather's thing and Heather comes up and goes, I haven't seen her in a hundred years, Dr. Jen. You are, your hair looks blonder. Gina says, Emily told me yesterday she was saying that we're going to have that Shannon when you guys were uh, were no Gina says I talked to Emily and Emily told me that when they were out with Shannon Shannon was saying we're going to have more fun than the girls in New York Gina and Heather and I'm like this is so dumb you guys this is such a dumb plot line like every by the way. Every, no, everybody says that if you're not at a place that somebody else is at a place where you want to be and you're at another place, you you always like everybody says that. Well, let's have more fun than them. (laughs) It's not the end of the world. Grow. Everybody needs to grow up here. They just grow up. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay to say that. It's okay. It's not, it's not how dare, how dare that double crossing bitch Shannon Bedore. She'll never have more fun than us. And Heather goes, can't everyone have fun? And then they're like, well, Shannon should have, should be calling and asking, Heather, how did the podcast taping go? And Terry comes up and goes, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, we're going to do a thing. Which I then thought, I was like, oh shit, is this, are we about to do an orgy or something? Like, wouldn't that be the scariest thing if all of a sudden this becomes eyes wide shut and Terry's like, everybody put your keys in this bowl. Everybody put their masks on. <laughs> Terry makes a speech. And he's like, ah, what's up, everybody? I'm Terry. I'm T. I'm T. Dubs. Terry DeBro. We want to thank you all. This has been a labor of love. Um, and when you're having struggles in your relationships, all the resources we have, you know, maybe you can apply them to your life and your relationship. And I want to thank my wife, who is the most amazing partner. And then Heather goes up, and she's like, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I remember crying in the car after a breakup and this song comes on and I, I think to myself, I said, I hope someone will love me in my life like the guy loves this girl in a song. And I, I could tell my 18 year old self that you will find that person to love and that guy on the radio will become a friend of yours. And that guy is Richard Marks. Richard, if you wouldn't mind. 
And then Heather lets us know in a talking head, well, I was a guest on uh, his podcast uh, with Daisy Fuentes. I guess Richard Marks has a podcast. And we just clicked as a couple, she lets us know. We're a foursome. We travel together. We dine together. And I was like, oh, no, Richard. Like, I like Heather and Terry, but, like, I want, like, come on, man. Come hang with me in WeHo, man. Let's, like, let's have a hard cider or something. Like, this, we got to get you out of, like, the Debro, like... And now I now I'm like, if I do talk to Richard, it'll be like, oh, they're great people. How dare you? How dare you speak anything ill of the DeBros? Like I feel like he might be a little too hoity-toity for me now. And that's not the guy with a big bouffant hair and and ripped jeans I knew when I was a little one. Um, so Richard is like, oh me, and uh, somebody hands him his acoustic guitar, and he's like, oceans apart. Day after day, and I slowly go insane. And that's a Richard Marks song, you guys. Uh, I know you might not know from the singing. And Dr. Jen goes, I love this song. And Ryan goes, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) Ryan goes, yeah, it's okay. Um, And Dr. Jen in in the talking head goes, this song is a testament to two people together. And that's what I don't have. And I'm also like, Dr. Jen, it's also just a Richard Marks song. Let's not take Richard Marks songs so personally, okay? Let's not do that to ourselves. Compare despair. You know what I'm saying, you guys? Compare and despair. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers... First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. You guys, now is the uh, time of the show, my favorite time of the show, where we highlight our sponsors for this week. And we got two great ones, two returning sponsors. Our first one is Seed. Now, Seed is a probiotic, folks, and I got to personally endorse this. It, uh, I can't say enough good things about this. First off, comes in this really cool packaging. It's like green. It's hefty. They also come with like a little pill bottle that you can take on the road. Um, it's just really exciting for that. Now, I also started taking probiotics because I needed them because my doctor recommended them when I was on the antibiotics for the staph infection. They're like, you need probiotics because it's going to tear your stomach up right and left. I don't need to get into that too much, but uh, I started taking these every day and I was taking them actually even before that. I've been on them for like a month and a half now and it's just, I feel like I'm doing something great for myself. I just, I, I do. And it turns out everything you think you know about probiotics may be wrong. Uh, so, uh, you know, probiotic tortilla chips, that I think that's too good to be true. <laughs> So, uh, good news is though, is that seeds daily symbiotic is the real deal, but remember not all probiotics are created equal. Now they have a thing that I've been taking called the daily symbiotic. It is a broad spectrum two in one probiotic plus prebiotic. It's a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. Now, it's proprietary engineered two-in-one capsule that protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon, where it's going to do all of the work. Now, if you've taken a probiotic before, which you might have, um, and never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Seed is designed differently, and that's why... I'd like to say that it works. Uh, so what does, da uh, what does daily symbiotic do for you? It supports benefits in and beyond the gut. Yes, seed will support ease of bloating, healthy regularity, and ease of evacuation, if uh, you know what I mean. This is a family show. But it will also support your gut barrier, your skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. Um, this is a side note. Gut immune function is not boosting the immune system. It's about supporting the crosstalk between your intestinal cells and your immune cells, if that makes sense. So many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which can include bowel movement regularity and ease bloating. I feel like, no, we can talk. We, hey, you guys, we're closed. We can talk about bowel movements. It's fine. Um, uh, if you need uh, if you need more information, this is all going to be up on the show notes as well. Um, but I want you guys to start a new healthy habit today. So visit seed.com forward slash so bad and use code so bad to redeem. Get this 20% off your first month of Seed's Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com. Say it with me forward slash so bad and use code so bad. And they didn't really highlight in this, like I told you, the packaging. The packaging's dope. Like it really, the bottle and the pill bottle it comes with, 
I love, I really dig it. Now this uh, Smart and Sass, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago as, as well uh, because it's like this subscription box service that gives you all of this cool stuff and it's kind of geared towards women, but I found some stuff even old Ryan uh, wanted. Uh, Annabelle DeSisto was in town and she took the um, sheet that came with this like pocketbook purse she took and she took this... Um, notepad it was like this really cool notepad with all of this stuff she took those off my hands which i was like i think she stole them i don't know the early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like kid nation cbs weird lord of the fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town to the swan a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant on each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. But anyways, uh, we all know adulting is bullshit. It's an onslaught of, uh, you know, WTFs at least 20 times a day. Sometimes we just need a break from the day-to-day -day drab. Maybe a couple of cuss words, a middle finger or two, a few great laughs, maybe this podcast, whatever it takes to put adulting in timeout. You need smart ass and sass. The subscription box that will say everything you want to say so your mouth doesn't have to. <laughs> uh Smart ass and sass items, they're curated personally, uh, curated and personally tested by the smart ass and sass team, which by the way, what a, can you imagine seeing you're on the smart ass and sass team? I might just say I'm on that team because it's fun to say. So it's a group of really mouthy mofos who want you to get a good laugh in your day to day life. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. I said this before. I think snarky gets looked down on. Now, I am a huge fan of snark. You got to have heart too, but I think snark, there is a great place for snark if you're an okay person. Um, like I said, the box that I got <laughs> was so great. I said this before, but it is true. Like I got this box in the mail and I thought somebody sent it to me and I was like, sweet. I had no idea it was a sponsor. So it was, I was like looking around, I was like, is this for me? And then I was kind of, ex I got excited because there was like a mini stapler in it and like kind of these cool paper clips that had funny things. It, it was like cool. And then I found out, <laughs> I, so it just shows you, if you mail me something, I will gladly, I will gladly take that stuff. Um, each big box will include one SNS design t-shirt. Cool. Uh, it'll always have between seven to nine unique items. Very true. And it's valued at over $90. So how do we do this, Ryan? How do we get this for us, for a family member, for my daughter, for my niece, anything? You can do this by going to www.smartass.com. And sass.com. That's S M A R T A S S A N D S A S S.com. Use code so bad for 10% off your first subscription order. And you can also follow Smart Ass on Sa Smart Ass and Sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude. I always feel like I should snap. Like your daily dose of attitude. Anyways, folks, now is the time for the remainder of the show. 
And then all these rich motherfuckers are like, day oceans apart, day after day. And, and like, they're all singing it. And it's all these, like, people that can pay, like, for meals and shit like that. And, like, you know, it just got really bombed. I was like, this is, like, this is what I sang along with as a kid. Now a bunch of rich people in a big airport hangar and Heather's basement are all singing along. Like, it's just, that's not rock and roll, folks. It just isn't. Um, Gina says... I know Richard Marx because my dad played his music. No offense, Rich. Fuck you, Gina. How dare you? How dare you, Gina? Richard Marx is a, a very established musician. Your dad has good taste. I'm not even nearly as old as your dad. What the fuck is going on? Ugh. And uh, Richard finishes and Terry goes, wow. Just wow. Uh, Travis and Ryan are off in a corner laughing with each other. Dr. Jen is telling Gina, you know, I need to, I need to, uh, you know, I needed to rent a place cause nothing was working. And Gina says, you know, none of you are talking, you know, and it, the whole point, the initiative is to make it better. And Gina goes, can you picture yourself being with someone else? And Dr. Jen gives this long pause, like too long, where I was like, did the cement hit her brain? And then she shakes her head no, but she lightly shakes. She's like, like just, I'm, I don't know why I just shaked it. Like, look at me, you guys. She shakes her head no like this. Um, and Dr. Jen's like, no, we're going to separate. We And, and we kind of worked through it. We went to dinner this past Saturday night, and it was really positive. We can get closer together, and then, you know, we'll check, uh, you know, we'll just check it in. That's our cycle. We, we, we are bad, and then we're good. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Dr. Jen, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you do this all the time now? And Gina goes, so you're in a rut? Um, Ryan is doing like prop comedy with a food tray to Travis and Travis is fucking eating it up. He's like, I'll pass around the food. <laughs> and Travis is like, yeah, like they I mean, just not a pulse between the two. Gina says um, that we cut back to Gina and Dr. Jen and goes, uh, Ryan's weird, but it's not a bad thing. huh? It's not a bad thing. And then the talking head Gina goes, Dr. Jen must be a secret freak a leak. Heather uh, comes up to the girls and goes, oh, my God, ladies, I have been doing a lot of walking tonight. <laughs> yeah, because your fucking house is an airport hangar. And she, Dr. Jen goes, can we talk about Shannon's party? Uh, Noella whispered when I had to leave because of the Ryan situation. It was drama. She whispered. She goes, we all have things that we're dealing with. And it really pissed me off. And we get a flashback to that scene because remember, on Bravo, they do not trust us to remember the scenes. They need to hit you over the head with what they just told you the scene was about and now you're going to see it. Um, Dr. Jen goes, I want to uninvite her, but I feel bad that I'm going to be talking about very personal things at this new treatment and I don't want her there if she's just going to be like whispering behind my back. And, uh, you know... I, I did like we did at this point we do a flashback to like her explaining the neuro brain machine and I was like dude why don't you try this out on Ryan for real and then I got really scared I was like please please God dear God please let Richard Marks not be at the brain mapping party like I would just it would crush me it would I you know like I want Richard Marks on like Vanderpump Rules or Summer House or something 
Um, Heather goes, it's your moment, Dr. Jen. You should take it. You need to do what's best for you, uh, Heather says. And uh, we cut to the sun coming up on the OC waves, interstitial between scene to scene. Uh, Noella and her mom are still out walking, folks. We have changed days, but Noella and her mom still out walking. Um, Noella goes, remember how we used to walk holding hands in Hawaii? And people thought we were like lovers because we didn't look so similar. So we looked like a couple. I go, okay. They go to a restaurant. They sit down. Noelle's like, this is beautiful. Thank you so much. Do you have a rosé and a Sauve Blanc? And then Noelle goes, I don't think I've eaten today. I'm just a ball of stress. You know, I open these emails, sweet James this, sweet James that. And you don't have any idea how quickly I want all of this over with. We have another mediation on the books, but, you know, let's just focus on the co-parenting, the money and the custody, the custody, you know, we got to get this done. I need it to be done and, and then move on to the next chapter. The food gets brought. We get shots of the food. And she continues, my attorney reached out from his attorney and the corporate counsel for Sweet James wants to be on it, too. And I don't care. I want this done. I need this done. But it's definitely going to take an extraordinary person to come into my life with all of this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're already now thinking about the third person you're potentially going to marry. She's already like, and I'll tell you what really bothers me. It's going to have to be a really extraordinary person for my next person. Like, I'm like, yeah, slow your roll. Let's get all the co-parenting shit done and i like literally like pete davidson's like ears are like red they're like he's like what uh, somebody wants to get into a relationship before they m might be ready for it let's do this sorry um so uh noelle is like you know and some of this therapy i've been doing i you know we've we've been talking in therapy how i've never been with a black man and, you know, that has so much of my dad in that. Because remember, her dad is a black man. And, you know, I've only dated predominantly white. I've never, I've never done black. <laughs> like, what, a, what an interesting therapy session. Like, that, that is very, that's hardcore. Uh, we see a picture of her mom and, or sorry, Noella and her dad, Chris Nance, who is a weatherman in Los Angeles in like the mid, like, I remember this dude. And I was like, holy shit. And Noella lets us know that she didn't see her dad for two months of her life, and he insisted on taking a DNA test, which there's no joke here. That's rough shit, man. That is tough. But it is very bizarre that there is a similar situation, it seems like, going on with Sweet James in that, like, he, like, not with the DNA test, but he's, like, not there for his son. So uh, Noella goes, but anyways, black could be a thing for me. I like that she's treated like it's like a different job option. Like, have you ever considered going black? Um, her mom says about her dad, well, I was attracted to his intellect. And she's like, well, we haven't spoken for a while. And uh, but I didn't want a conventional life, Noella. And Noella goes, I was the black sheep of the family. You know, I wanted a cookie cutter life, a married life, a life where you stacked vaginas like pancakes. I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about a normal life? Are you out of your mind? You li literally all we've heard from you for both accounts is that you guys like to throw wild fucking parties. And it was definitely the opposite of cookie cutter. And she goes, and now look at me, second man down in six years. You know, there's chaos in my relationship, and I think that's a direct reflection of what was modeled for me when I was a child. But I wouldn't change a damn thing. And then she goes, 
This dinner was lovely. I need to surround myself with bad bitches, and you're the queen of that. And the mom's like, huh? She's like, you, mom. And, like, my mom would slap me if I was like, I need to surround myself with the baddest bitches, Becky Bailey. (laughs) So we cut to Emily, and Emily is in court. Uh Uh-oh, what did Emily do? Don't worry, folks. Shane is just getting sworn in. This is a very exciting time for her and her family. Um, She lets us know that me and Shane took the bar in Utah in 2011, and they got sworn in together, and we see a picture of that. And then we see a 2019 flashback from the show where Shane is uh, talking about going off to study in a hotel room alone and Shane going like, yeah, don't bo- don't send me nasty text messages like you sent me nasty text messages before I left. Don't send them when I'm there. And Emily goes, now Shane can get a job and make money and I don't have to listen to his shit anymore. Yeah. So we see Shane getting sworn in. He can't remember because you have to parrot back what the judge says like, I promised to get criminals or I don't know what the fuck they say but Shane can't remember all the things he has to parrot back to the judge which is very fitting for Shane seeing that it took a little bit to pass past the bar uh we see Luke and Keller who are Emily and Shane's twins they're there um Emily says Shane passing the bar has been amazing for our family he feels like the breadwinner finally and it frees up time for me to do things I'm passionate about which I'm like Dollars to donuts. I bet we see something that Emily is passionate about in this episode. That's just how these shows work. Shane's long-suffering mom goes, Yes, this is the best time of my life. (laughs) She wanted this for Shane so bad. Emily says, uh, You know, I can do it when I want to. uh, Oh, yeah. So Emily says, I don't have to practice law now. I can just do it when I want to do it, and I can make, make a difference. I can help out there. The kids are taking pictures in the judge chairs. They put Emily in the middle because she's the judgmental one, Shane says. Waka waka. Uh, Order in the court. Order in the court. So we cut to Gina and her ex-husband, Matt. They're going to the orthodontist with three kids. And uh, the daughter walks up to Matt, Gina's ex, and was like, hug attack, daddy, hug attack. Oh, you like my hug attacks. I do, daddy, I do. And uh, Gina's like, remember, everybody have good manners in the orthodontist's office. By the way, they better get this fucking shit for free. Like, they're highlighting this dentist or the donist office. Like, they better get these kids' braces for free or something. Gina says, I literally could never imagine a year ago going to the dentist with Matt, my ex. And we show that damn domestic violence clip again where Andy goes, your husband was arrested on potential domestic violence, da 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 you know. And... I noticed this with Jersey, too, is that they love to repeat on Jersey. They're like, here comes my bitch whole wife, you know, Joe Giudici in Italy when he's on the phone with the other girl. Like, he's definitely cheating. Like, Bravo will never miss a moment to throw that scene back in. But the same thing goes for Gina in this Matt scene. I've seen this domestic violence clip so much. And it's like, hey, man, this is what happens when you, you know, have bad behavior. But it's like, I got to imagine it's like, oh, man, again? Um so while the kids were getting their teeth checked out, uh, they set up Gina and Matt in an office and Gina says, we entered a new phase in our life and our relationship and we're good with it. Matt says, these kids were excited to go to the dentist. Who does that? Uh, the one guy comes in to show what's going on with the teeth and their son looks like he took a mug shot and they're like, no, no, we told him not to smile, but they're both laughing. They're both actually getting along. It's really nice to see. And, uh, Gina goes, you know, I'm happy that we're able to be here. And Matt's like, without police intervention. And they both laugh. 
And Gina in a Talking Head says, giving the victim impact statement gave me a lot of closure. Seeing Matt step up, even though he has punishments and repercussions, but he doesn't blame me for that. He takes responsible for what he takes responsibility for what happened, and he's allowed me to let go of my negative feelings for him and have a relationship. And I do, I mean, I gotta hats off on this, man. This is what I this is what I'm talking about. Like Matt did something wrong, right? From my understanding, he took responsibility for it. He got punished and he is not blaming a lot of men, men blame like, oh, fuck you for doing that. It seems like he stepped up, according to Gina. I'm just going by what Gina said, but like, that's cool. Like, man, good. Like you, you, you took responsibility and, and, and doing so you probably made your kid's life so much easier because now their parents get along. I, I really thought th- there's no joke here. I just thought that was such a cool moment. Uh, Gina says, uh, yeah, we get along better now than when we were married. And then they high five, you know, and Gina's like, we're never going to be best friends, but we're good. She says that in a talking head. She didn't say that to his face. Like we're never going to be the best, best friends. New scene. We cut to Emily getting a coffee at a tea place and we meet this gentleman, Terrell, who walks up and, um, Emily's like, I appreciate you coming out here to meet in person. And we find out that he's involved in the CIP, the California Innocence Project. And that's where Emily wants to spend this time that she's given now that Shane can be a breadwinner. And she's hoping to help them out because there's so many people that are falsely in prison. And I was like, is this the budget, Kim Kardashian? Um, if I'm ever, we have a flashback to her going to the California innocence project. And she's like, if I'm ever in a position to volunteer, that's what I want to do. I can actually just focus on this. She's like, binge watching TV has led me to be a humanitarian. It's led me to be a podcaster, Emily. It's, uh, we, we all have different paths in life. Um, so, uh, Emily lets us know I'm the first line of review. So she reads these cases and she makes the decision if it goes forward for the California innocence project and, it, you know, find out if we can help them. And she's like, I've read cases that are so clear to me that they are not guilty. It breaks my heart, you know? And so Emily asked Terrell to tell me your story and give me ideas. And at 17, he was denied counsel and he was interrogated like an adult. And the four of him and his three buddies were brought in by the police because somebody said their name in regards to a crime and he wasn't guilty. And, you know, Terrell says it's happened so far to much of the black and brown communities. He was, I believe, in prison for 15 and a half years for a crime he didn't commit. Like, man. Like, I always think it's weird when these shows kind of do a hard left turn and you're like, holy fuck, that's intense. But really, sometimes it's really good because it actually makes us like think about that of like, guys, think about that. Think about that. Think about if you weren't in a position to defend yourself and you didn't have the resources to do that and you lose 15 and a half years of your life. And that's why places like the California Innocence Project are so damn important because they actually give these people some small glimmer of hope, you know? And that's what Emily's putting her time in. And I, th- I think it's amazing. She's crying here. And Emily's like, the world isn't fair. You know, they need somebody to advocate for them. And in a talking head, Emily says, I want to inspire my children to be good people. That's like really one of her big things this season. Um, And he says, yeah, all these people doing something small helped because his thing was like, don't worry if it's like small or big, just it adds up like everybody. If we all do something small out of kindness, like that's so fucking cool. Uh, We cut to Dr. Jen setting up for her brain mapping party. She's getting glam and she calls Noella. She's like. And Noelle is like, hello, hostess with the mostest. How are you? 
And Jen's like, I'm good. How are you? And Noelle's like, I'm excited just to get out of the house and do something. And Dr. Jen's like, about that. I wanted to talk to you because when we left Shannon's house the other night, I was pretty upset because you were whispering to Emily that we all have problems. And maybe you really, um, you know, I just didn't like it. And I don't want that tonight. This is a, a personal night. This is about business and family. And I just don't want you to come if there's any disrespect. And Noelle is like, I would never in a million years come to your home, but I would be very happy to discuss this at a later date. And then Noelle goes, we're big girls. We can be big girls about this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And uh, Dr. Jen goes, okay, I hope you enjoy the presentation tonight. And her, even her glam are like, what the fuck, big girls? And then... Um, Dr. Jen goes, we got to scan her brain. That would be fun. Which, I mean, truly. Cut to Dr. Jen. She is slathering lidocaine on her feet so they don't feel anything, I guess. So she can jam them in her feet. And I was like, is this a cement issue too? I was like, does lidocaine help the, the some, you're just dragging around the cement leg? She's like, instantly numb. She goes, let's go talk about brains. We cut to Terry and Heather uh, at their house getting ready. Terry goes, I'm tired, babe, but you look hot. And uh, we cut to Emily FaceTiming with Gina. Do I look okay? Is it too much? Uh, Emily screams at her kids. Stop screaming! We cut to Shannon getting glammed. Her two daughters are like, what's wrong, Mom? She's like, I'm going to a party, and I'm very tired. I'm not fun, Shannon, tonight. And then her daughter's like, tell me about it, Mom. I fell asleep in all three of uh, all three of my classes today. And she's like, what? You did what? Are they? Are you in trouble? And she's like, no, it's public school. No one cares there. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like well we need to make a change and they're like no mom shut up we cut back to the brain scan party emily walks in emily goes immediately to get a brain scan from dr jason the machine looks like like a like they're getting a perm um emily says it also looks like the machine that uh doc brown used in back to the future future and i was like girl you are speaking my geek language right now i love back to the future what a what a magical movie like truly a truly, truly magical movie. Do you guys love it as much as I, I mean, it's just, it's really a perfect film. I'm going to shut up now. Um, Gina comes in. Uh, Gina's with her ex and her ex's girlfriend, who, by the way, the ex is, his ex's girlfriend is pretty good looking. And everybody keeps thinking she looks like, um, uh, what's her, what, numb nuts, uh, Kelly Fraud. Yeah. And uh, Gina, I noticed Gina doesn't really have a neck in this scene. Like the thing she was wearing, it came, it hit her neck in such a weird way that it made it look like she didn't have a neck. And that was so scary. Um, you know, Gina's like, if we have all the info tonight, we can make a decision. You know, if we listen to the doctors and Matt goes, I want to hear you repeat what the doctor says. <laughs> Gina's like, I can't. They're teasing each other. Uh, Gina Keogh from Real Housewives of Orange County. The first season comes in. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, Terry and Heather comes in. Heather has a bucket of KFC chicken and Terry's like, what's that, hon? Like he didn't ask her in the fucking car. And she's like, it's chicken. We have a chicken thing. And it's like, oh, stop with the cutesy moments. Come on. Terry, excitingly enough, gets to meet Mr. Puppers and Ryan, Mr. Puppers for the first time, Ryan outside. And, and Terry's like, what a, what a cute dog. Terry just gigantic Eddie Haskell asks. He's like, who is this? Mr. Puppers. <laughs> Um, and Heather finds Dr. Jen and goes, I brought you chicken. And Dr. Jen's like, oh my God, Heather. <laughs> and you know, in Heather's, Heather's head, she's like, score it again. I'm perfect. 
Uh, Jeannie Keogh talks to Gina and goes, is Kelly Dodd here or something? Someone just looks like Kelly. And Noella then comes in and Heather asks, uh, Jeannie or Heather, sorry, Heather asked Dr. Jen, how do you know Jeannie Keogh? And Dr. Jen's like, I, I don't, but we have a mutual friend. Noella thought, uh, that Matt's girlfriend was no, uh, was Kelly Dodd as well. And the, the girl hears it and she's like, I'm coming for you. She does a Kelly Dodd imitation. She should have just like laughed and farted and that would have sufficed. Uh, Emily is getting her brain mapping results and uh, the doctor says your sleep quality needs improvement and you carry a lot of stress. And Emily's like, no one needs to tell me that. I know that. Shane takes thousands of videos of me snoring all the time. He thinks it's hilarious. And they cut to all of those videos, of all of Emily snoring. Uh, Terry wants to do a brain scan, he says. And... Uh, and then Terry's like, the machine's going to blow up when it scans my brains. <laughs> but probably it would. Uh, Terry's looking for Shane. In the Like, I find it funny that Terry is the leader of the OC guy group. Like, I mean, seriously, the Jersey guy group could fucking just kick the asses of the OC guys. Like, I mean, just, it would be sad. It would be like, not, it would be like a second. Like, they could be totally drunk and still beat the crap out of the OC guys. Emily tells Shane, um guess what my brain scan tells me? And Shane goes that it's unreadable. <laughs> I hate you, Emily. <laughs> uh, we get a shot of Terry with the brain scan machine on. Noel is outside and goes, it's a beautiful view. Um, Shane's going in to get brain scans. She's like, happy brain scanning. Shannon and John Jansen walk in. I'm John Jansen. Shannon immediately says, oh, that looks like Kelly Dodd a bit. Oh, Oh, Kelly must be, by the way, Kelly Dodd must be thrilled right now. Kelly lives to, like, I mean, you think Tamara's bad? Kelly, Kelly will talk about the OC till the day. Ke Kelly, it seems like, has nothing else. Like, it's it very sad. Like, it's like, Kelly has nothing else but this show. So she's another one that comments all the fucking time. So it's like, don't bring her up because it just feeds into Kelly Dodd, you know? Um, but I gotta say the 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 Kelly Dodd lookalike is younger and a lot prettier. So I don't know if Kelly would would like to hear that. Gina hugs Shannon's like how are, and Gina hugs Shannon and goes how you doing Jansen? In a talking head, Shannon goes I haven't seen Gina since she said I was jealous of her. I don't want to make a scene, but oh no, sorry. Gina goes I don't want to make a scene, but I'm not good at faking it. So they're both mad at each other. They're both weird. Um, Noella says. I'm such a dum-dum. I did my hair and I didn't realize the machine was here. <laughs> She's talking to uh, Emily. She goes, Dr. Jen called me 10 minutes before I got in the car. She's like, uh, I don't want you to come if you're, you know, talking shit about me, which is, I guess, what I'm doing now. <laughs> but I'm not whispering. I'm talking full voice. I'm like, this is exactly... Seriously, Noella, get the fuck out. Like, Dr. Jen, like, what's the point of being honest with somebody if they don't actually listen to you? That's such a shitty thing. Like... Noella, ugh, gross. Emily goes, you need to be nice, Noella. It was like a throwaway line, but I caught it. Emily says, hey to Shannon, and then tries to tickle Shannon. And Noella goes, don't spank shame her. <laughs> All the girls are hugging. It's like this big hug circle. I don't know. Dr. Jen goes, okay, I'm going to start talking. Hello, I don't have a mic microphone, so I'm going to be yelling tonight. And Ryan goes, oh boy. We are expanding our business to take on the brain. I like to get to the core of the problem and get to healing. Terry immediately looks bored. And uh, Dr. Jen's like, stick with me. It's only going to be 10 minutes. Uh, Emily uh, shows us a 50-year-old brain. 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later, she is still talking. Oh, 
Finally, uh, somebody, oh no, Dr. Jen says, well, now this brain, if you like to self-medicate with alcohol or drugs and somebody cheers Shannon, it looks like Noella cheers her, but if you rewatch it, it's like some random hand cheers Shannon on that. And Shannon in the talking head goes, maybe take it one or two case studies down so I don't sleep in school. Okay, Shannon. Uh, Dr. Jen says, I want to wrap it up by saying, I was so close to my father and he was hit by a bike and had a traumatic brain injury. Uh, so we started a foundation. We donated a tra traumatic brain injuries every year. So when this came around, it was a full circle. It dropped in my lap what, you know, that, that there could possibly be treatment for people like my father. He is so special to me. And everyone claps. Everyone is crying at this part. She goes, my father was my hero. He's still my hero. He helped people. And, uh, you know, in the memory of my father, you know, this is for him. And Mr. Poppers is there. Uh, Ryan goes, proud of you, babe. Could have been shorter, but proud of you. <laughs> Like, shit, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Could have been shorter. Proud of you, babe. Could have been shorter. Uh, Heather is telling Shannon and Emily that she ruined her purse on her trip in New York because she got sauce all over her fancy purse from a New York slice of pizza, you guys. And we flash back to that. Also, I do want to apologize to everybody that uh, noticed that I said that Gina was wearing a shirt that said pork chop last week, and it actually says, let's pop the cork. Uh, dyslexia is wild, and I thought it said, let's have a pork chop. I do need a vacation at some point. I think it's obvious at this point. Shannon tells Gina, Gina, can we talk? There's something uh, that I'm hearing, and I literally want to clear it up. And I'm like, here we go. And Gina goes, what's going on? Gina, I have to say that multiple people have come to me and said that you are jealous, you know, that, that you said that I was jealous of you and your business and, you know, you're jealous of, you know, the, and I'm jealous of your friendship with Heather, Heather. And, you know, Gina's like, well, all I hear is you saying I'm arrogant in New York and I'm full of myself and I got to put a pin in it. And Shannon's like, yes, I said that, you know, well, like, and she's like, what? I'm in a good place and I'm confident if I say I'm jealous, you know, what? You know, Shannon goes, there's a difference between confident and arrogance. And Gina goes, right. And I don't have, I, you know, I don't have that. And if, if, if you think that I do have confidence, and arrogance, you that's your problem. And Shannon's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And that is the end of the episode, you guys. Uh, I, I think we still had fun. I do. I think we had fun. Uh, I think it's always fun to talk about these OC ladies. You guys, I want you to have the best weekend ever. I'm going to talk to you again um, later this afternoon on Friday with the Kardashian episode. Because I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a little bit more that I want to piece together into this episode. So you will hear from me then, but I wanted to have this for you bright and early. Uh, you guys, you are the light of my life, as Richard Marx has once said in a song. Um, I am right here waiting for you. Thank you guys so much. If you like the show, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, please go join the Patreon if you want more. Uh, that's it. I just want you guys to, to have fun today and have fun this weekend, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye! Betches.